there, enthusiasts. Welcome back to the Real Hero Talk podcast. I am your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today in the hallowed halls of Hero Talk, I have the Black Dragon himself, Vernon. Vernon, welcome back to Hero Talk. Ah, I'm back. Hello. Hello, Vernon. And today it is Hero Bites, episode four, your monthly news roundup here on the Real Hero Talk podcast. Wow. This month. This month, Vernon. This month. Mm-hmm. This was a crazy I mean, month. Really? Well, I mean, let just the Batman rumors alone <laughs> were it was like this wild ride. I I was I was afraid that it was going to be about a half hour on this podcast just talking about all the Have you been following the Batman roller coaster? I you know what? I'm going to I'm going to defer to you for that one because I've been looking and the only thing I can find is that, you know, Ben Affleck's really pissed that people keep having these rumors about him not being Batman anymore. Well, I mean, Ben, your brother Casey said you weren't going to be Batman anymore. <laughs> I mean, we I mean, we when we left last left you on on Hero Bites, Ben Affleck was at Comic-Con saying, "No, I'm I'm going to be Batman. I am I yeah. am the Batman." And then and then uh, his brother said, "No, he's not going to be Batman. He's done." And so he has to come back out and say, "No, I am going to be Batman." And then Casey oh has to come out and say, "No, nah, I was just joking cuz that's what you do." <laughs> then it, so in the midst of all this 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 wondering who's going to play Batman, then Matt Reeves comes out and says, "Oh, by the way, this one it's not connected to the extended universe at all." So now everyone's oh, flipping out God. like, "Oh, so maybe it is a new Batman because it's not connected to the universe?" And so, you know, the internet lost its collective mind and then he comes out the next day and is like, "Well, of course it's connected to the universe, but it's not going to be like a bunch of superhero drop-ins or anything. It's going to be its own self-contained story. It's not it's not trying to build up another movie or anything like that. That's oh, what I meant." But which it is because this is the first in a trilogy that he's yeah, directing. But I think what he means to say is this is not going to be like a prelude to Wonder Woman 2 or Aquaman or anything like that. They're not going to try to to work all that stuff in there. <laughs> But I mean, it's Warner Brothers, so you don't know. You know, you, can't, uh, you, know, you can't say, "Well, of course." No, don't say, "Of course." It's Warner Brothers. I don't know. Who knows what you're doing? I don't think they know what they're doing at this point. I think they're just putting it together as they go along, along based on just whatever it is that they're doing with the Batman stuff. This this Joker news that we'll get to. The they weren't even planning on doing Batgirl until Joss Whedon came up with it. And oh, no, I, now I Joss Whedon, I don't, I don't know what we're doing now with Joss Whedon. Oh, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him. We'll get to that. Holy cow. Yeah, this is... <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I want to know what goes on in their back room. Like, is it just... Uh, in my head, I'm just imagining circus music and piggyback rides. That's just... <laughs> that That is the Warner Brothers planning team right now. So, anyway, yeah. speaking of Warner Brothers and planning and rumors and whatnot, so I guess we got a Joker origin movie to look forward to? I, I don't What do you know about that this Joker is, origin movie? That is the rumor. Apparently, there will be... Uh, apparently, I guess, you know, Todd Phillips and Martin Scorsese are in talks for, like, a, a Joker origin movie. Do you want an origin movie for the Joker? Not... A, I don't want any origin for the Joker. I mean, I, I, I was a little disturbed in the dark night when the Joker started telling his origin. And I was a little nervous about, is, are they actually going to try to put a story to it? And it wasn't even until later in that movie when he contradicts that same story that I thought, Oh, I see what they're doing. He's crazy. And I just, I don't, I don't want to see an origin story. And I know it's, it's been sort of done in the comics here and there. And they've, they've walked back a lot of stuff and some of the stuff is, is really there, but I don't I don't need to see a Joker origin movie. I want them to do the Joker right because that Jared Leto stuff just didn't sit well with me. So I don't care about the origin of that Joker because 
because I don't care about that Joker. Well, I mean, apparently no one else does because we haven't really heard much about him since Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't even know if Jared Leto wants to come back because he was really upset that he felt too much of him was cut from Suicide Squad. If you ask me, not quite enough was cut from Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, if he had been the main villain, yeah, I could see it. But yeah, him just kind of being there to to, to to mess things up occasionally and then not really impact the main story at all. Just, you know, yeah, I, I could have done without the Joker if that was all he was going to do. Yeah, I, I honestly thought that he was supposed to be one of the main villains of the movie. And so that was about the only reason why I accepted that he was going to be in it. But then when it turns out the main villain was was, was magic... Then <laughs> I don't. I blue, don't know. Blue light in the sky. Yeah, a blue beacon in the sky was the main bad guy. Ah, what, I don't know. I I know it's DC, and I know I'll go watch it, even though I don't want to, because it's DC Comics, and that's what I do. I'm part of the problem, but I just don't care. Maybe you should stop guaranteeing them your money. I should, but you know I won't. Ah, uh, fine. I'm, Especially I mean, I, I after don't know. Wonder Woman was good. Now it's just now I have to stop and think. Well, what if it's another Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman was good. Uh, I mean, it's the what is it the the fourth the fourth movie in a line of of a uh, of universal connected movies that you know finally it gets it gets somewhat decent um, mm-hmm. after. <laughs> After four movies and then one which has an extended edition that didn't make it any better, I guess that's a win for DC? I, I would call Wonder Woman a win. Wonder Woman was, was a, a massive success. The problem is that Wonder Woman now <laughs> is connected to all the mediocre <laughs> movies that are in the universe. So I, I wouldn't really say mediocre. Wonder Woman isn't really pulling DC up as much as DC's just kind of pulling Wonder Woman down. Ah, I think I think like, imagine if Wonder Woman had come out before Man of Steel, like how excited would everyone be for, in, you know, the next one. But now we're all like, yeah, you did good at Wonder Woman, but I remember Suicide Squad. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll rent it once it comes out on on DVD finally. But I still haven't seen it because I oh. am, uh, yeah, I'm just that skeptical now. Three times I've fallen I, into I, this. Uh... I get it, I get it. But <laughs> I was there opening weekend because it's a DC movie, and I I mean I. I'd heard the hype, so I guess I shouldn't say I was expecting a bad movie, because when everyone yeah. started liking it, I'm like, well, nobody liked the other one, so this must, this must be something decent. And <laughs> I saw it, and I'm like, oh, that was. That was a very good movie. I really like how, what they did with Wonder Woman. And I just wish they would they would give Superman and Batman the same sort of treatment as they gave Wonder Woman, whereas instead of trying to make it as, as edgy as they possibly can and try to, like, translate the comic, why don't you just give me the character from the comic books, which is what they did with Wonder Woman. So what you're saying is you don't want brooding and darkness listen batman's the only one that can get away with brooding and darkness and when superman spends half the movie whining about i don't want to save people then then <laughs> then even batman's can get on my nerves because i'm like oh so one of <laughs> one of you's got to stop brooding between the two of you one of you needs to suck it up because wonder woman was not in this movie enough to carry you guys that's fair um but yeah just going back to the joker origin movie i don't i, I don't see it becoming a reality i mean i hope not. anything I really is anything not. is possible at I mean, this I point suppose because it's, it's warner brothers circus music and piggyback rides i get it but I yeah don't, i don't i mean i feel like they're just kind of pulling stuff out of a hat and and throwing it up against the wall and mm-hmm. seeing what happens basically and yeah yeah i just don't I, I don't see it becoming a thing and if it does become a thing i won't necessarily be surprised but i won't go see it 
Yeah. I don't need a joke. In a, I don't need an origin story I'll, for the Joker. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on, more DC news. Uh, DC, or Warner Brothers, I should say, is now in a huge trademark battle with Hasbro God. over the use of the name Bumblebee, uh, particularly because DC uh, Bumblebee is a superhero who has been uh, one of the major characters in the DC superhero girls line. Uh, that's a there's a cartoon. There's some D- DVDs, and there's a this whole action figure and fashion doll and action doll lineup that that they have. And and Bumblebee's one one of the main ones. And now the Transformers are upset because they think it can cause brand confusion. That the the woman who can or girl I guess because they're all in high school on this show. Um, the girl who can turn into a, a little miniature bee and then grow back large again will somehow be confused with the giant robot that changes into a car. Mm. Um, now, I don't sorry, know how that works. But... I think, I, I mean, Hasbro went for the trademark, and they trademarked Bumblebee, but they trademarked it not that long ago. And DC has been using Bumblebee longer. So I'm not entirely certain if they're going to be, I, I mean, I don't know if they're grandfathered in or what the, what the, uh, the rights of first use are. I, I haven't done all the research, but man, you talk about one of the most worthless lawsuits I have ever heard of. <laughs> I think it's only coming up now because they've got a Bumblebee standalone movie and the, the DC girl show is, is, is popular right now. It is. It's, um, it's very popular. They, uh, in fact, the Lego DC superhero girls, uh, movie just came out on DVD not that long ago. They're right at the forefront. So, I mean, I guess I can see where when when Bumblebee was just sort of a rather obscure character in Teen Titans, yeah, maybe not that big a deal. But you know, now now that I, I, have, has there been a Bumblebee action figure before, let alone a series of them? Are we talking the Transformer or the superhero? The one? superhero. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really, I, I don't, don't even know anyone if one has cared about Bumblebee. And when I, the first, how stupid is this? The, the first, the first thing you think of when you hear Bumblebee is either the actual insect or the stupid character that is named Bumblebee on his home planet of Cybertron for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. And never talks. He's gonna, he's gonna talk in a solo movie, right? Please. I mean, he apparently spoilers. He talks in the the latest Transformers movie, but I oh, did not good. see it because it was so silly when he wasn't talking. In fact, it, yeah. it was it was one of the games. I think it was a uh, I think Fall of Cybertron. They even joked at one point Bumblebee Bumblebee doesn't talk in that game either, mm-hmm. and because he like he he gets hit with a blast and like his voice box has been damaged, and somebody in the background actually says, "So what else is new?" <laughs> I missed that. I played those games and I completely missed that. Yeah, which is kind of silly. And then in the in the cartoon Transformers Prime, he didn't talk there either. He just beeped. Oh my and god! Bugged. That is that is the worst, the absolute worst development for that character that I could have possibly think of. Is let's make it so we can't talk. I mean, I get why you sort of do it for the movie is because you don't you have to have some sense of discovery for the character of Sam because there's no sense of discovery if your car transforms and says, all right, here's what's going on. (laughs) Now, I would I would recommend, though, if that was the case, why send the robot that couldn't talk? Why not just send jazz? But because Bumblebee's the scout, not jazz. All right. Well, maybe they should have they should have fixed his fixed his voice all right I'm, I'm moving on whatever we're not talking about bumblebee anymore we have we have good news stupid lawsuit super troopers 2 uh which is apparently uh, done with filming they 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 the broken lizard guys have been filming super troopers 2 very quietly they are done and mm-hmm. the first teaser was released this week did you see it i saw it 
Did you see it? You should go see it. Break me out if you haven't seen it yet. I, go right now. You wrote that down, didn't you? Of course I did. <laughs> yes, I've seen it, and I my excitement is probably not there as what? With, up there with your excitement. Um, I'm pretty I excited. Love- well, let me explain. I love the first movie. Um, it's in awesome. fact, I was because it, it's it's awesome, and mm. I, uh, I I've been worried ever since they announced that they were crowdfunding for the production of the movie, and I just I, this this is why. Okay, I feel as though there there is so much goodwill from the first one because there is a, a fervent fan base for this movie um, that. Of course, it was going to get all the funding. Of course, it's you know going to be released next year, but it's going to be 16 years after the first one almost by the time this movie comes out. So, I mean, is it going to be as funny or – I mean, should we expect it to be funnier or as funny or even remotely entertaining? Because we've done this before with movies and video games and television shows alike, and it never lives up to the original almost – entirely because they reuse a lot of the same jokes but i love those jokes <laughs> <laughs> look zoolander 2 just reused all of the same damn jokes oh, and yeah, that was that was the movie like i, I love was... zoolander but zoolander 2 broke my heart I, but i don't even <laughs> I, I think i have a little bit more faith in broken lizard Oh, do you? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have faith. And it looks like a, most of the people from the first movie are back. So mm. I, I would, I, I want to see it. I want to see what happens. I want to see what goes on. You know, write me out. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to bring uh, bring the, 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 the only woman in the cast. I did not see her in the cast. teaser trailer. And I was, I mean, I don't think she's part of the Broken Lizard troupe. However... I, she was funny in the movie, and I would like to see her back, but I uh, I did not see her in the teaser, and so I'm a little bit concerned that she won't be there, or worse, they'll just try to replace her and act like nothing happened, and, and I, I, I don't like when they do that. I would, I would much rather they just... They just bring her back, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see. That's that was my that was my thought. Is that oh, I totally noticed that to... she wasn't there because that I mean, <laughs> as as I'm starting to take stock of who's coming back, who's coming back, he's back, he's back, he's back. Hey, you know, <laughs> I didn't get yeah. bingo. <laughs> <laughs> no bingo, right meow. No bingo, right meow, meow. <laughs> All right, so so moving on, James Cameron. Oh, James, James Cameron. James Cameron, uh, he's currently working on, I think, the Avatar sequels, which he's been working on uh, all decade, maybe. <laughs> when did when did Avatar come out? Uh, oh, like I don't Like 2010, <laughs> right? It's been like a long, long time. Uh, it was It was before I was married. So uh, I, I, I can set it back quite a few years. Um, oh, Avatar. In fact, you know what? And this is... Because these stupid movies are coming out, you know, Disney just added a big old Avatar area to the Animal Kingdom down in yeah. Disney World. I don't yeah, I get that. that. Like, it's not a real place. But the animal want it to be. Animal Kingdom is kind of like a zoo. And there's like, well, here's, you know, you get the lions and the tigers. Now they're going to show like, and here's the weird pterodactyl tentacle things. And <laughs> no, here's the cat people. What were the, the Navi? Is that what they were called? The Yeah, the Navi. They're not real. That's Animal Kingdom is supposed to be like a super fun zoo with rides and attractions, and instead now it's going to have James Cameron's Avatar, which seems like the most irrelevant thing to put in there. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't they have gone been better if they'd created like sort of an Australian outback area? 
or something like that, somewhere that's that's real. Hang on. Holy cow. Are they Hang coming on. for us? <laughs> They're right around the corner. We got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right. We uh, good night, uh, everybody. Never, never get attached to something you can't walk away from within thirty seconds. Yeah. If you spot the heat coming around the corner, <laughs> nice um, reference, Vernon. Nice. <laughs> I just watched the heat recently. I'm well trying to get my wife to watch done. it. Well done. Now I got to keep that in the podcast. <laughs> I've been saying it all week. Nice. Well done. All but, right. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry. So the, the, the so James uh, Cameron basically, basically, so James Cameron, totally irrelevant dude, and he just decides to come out for no reason this month and say that he thought I don't remember his exact words. It was something stupid and condescending, like Wonder Woman was a step in the wrong direction for for women in film, and basically saying, you know, well, when I did Terminator Two, I I would I would. I did it better than Patty Jenkins did because the movie was successful and he got upset about it and he wanted to be a little bit more relevant. And, and so he just kind of says, well, no, it's not right. And it's the wrong kind. I think he, the wrong kind of powerful woman or something was, it was a stupid thing. Can what? I just read the quote? Just read the quote. Whatever. Okay. James Cameron. <laughs> okay. James so Cameron. This is from, this you do is from it, the, do it in Guardian. a whiny voice. Cause that's how he did it. <laughs> I will not. Um, okay. So all of, okay, here's the quote. All of the self-congratulatory oh, back padding. Back pad. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All of the self-congratulatory backpatting Hollywood's been doing over Wonder Woman has been so misguided. She's an objectified icon and it's just male Hollywood doing the same old thing. I'm not saying I didn't like the movie, but to me it's a step backwards. Sarah Connor was not a beauty icon. She was strong, she was troubled, she was a terrible mother, and she earned the respect of the audience audience, excuse me, through pure grit. And to me, and in quotes, it says the benefit of the character, the benefit of the characters like Sarah is so obvious. I mean, half the audience is female. Here's, you know, here's here's my issue. Let's just let's just break that down because okay. freaking James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> the the idea that you know you know the idea that there's this the one right way to do women in film and that he believes that he did it but somehow Patty Jenkins did not is just. It's laughable to me. Like, you don't have to like Wonder Woman. You don't have to like Terminator 2. I mean, you should. Those are both very good movies. You you should. But, I mean, you don't have to. And if you have issues with how Wonder Woman was portrayed, fine. But don't sit there and be like, this is bad for all women because of this. Because he was just a horse's ass for saying it. And I'm... uh, I'm glad Patty Jenkins <laughs> fought back on it. I'm glad the internet fought back on it because it was it it was one of the most condescending things I think I've I've ever read from James Cameron, and that is saying something. So hmm. so well, maybe maybe I'm miss maybe I'm misreading this. Maybe I'm misreading. Maybe you're giving him too much benefit of the doubt. I, 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 possibly because I, I didn't. Uh... You, you should really have a hard time trusting some Hollywood guy who sits sits out there and wants to say I know what's best for women because he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. Yeah, he probably I mean, doesn't. Well, first of all he's a man yeah um, but uh yeah i mean even sarah connor yeah she wasn't like the the she wasn't she didn't fit the image of, or beauty standards that like we have i guess in our country but i would uh, what, argue what are you that talking about linda I, hamilton i would argue and yes i believe that she was attractive but her character was more so like you know battle torn and all this jazz the stuff right. that she had to do and things like that and, but, and that was her character the wonder woman right. character was supposed to be somebody who was untested this was supposed to be her first venture into actually seeing war for the first time right it was, it was a different character but he he decided james cameron decided unilaterally that 
the way I did it was the right way, and the way Wonder Woman did it was the wrong way, and that's what I have an issue with. And I think I agree with that. I mean, you, listen, I, I, I don't want to sit here and try to critique Sarah Connor, because I think Sarah Connor's a good character. Sure. And, and I, I'm, I'm certainly not going to sit here and say she was a terrible character, because she was she was a great character. You, I'm not going to do the same thing that James Cameron was doing. I'm just saying he he paints this picture like Sarah Connor is the only acceptable woman in, in film, and... That's that's probably one of the more misogynistic things you could say while trying to sound like a feminist. Speaking of misogynists trying to sound like feminists, let's move on to Joss Whedon. <laughs> okay, Joss Whedon. So it turns out Joss Whedon's ex-wife uh, wrote a, an, uh, an article or a blog post. I don't know. It was on therap.com, which I have never heard of before. So this is a probably a big big thing for them this month but she wrote a, um a post on, i will say a post it was hard to say it's an article cuz she's just writing about you know her life it was a lot like a blog post but his, his ex-wife uh Kai Cole am i saying that right i believe so yeah. yeah wrote about his multiple physical and emotional affairs that he had uh, going all the way back to his days on Buffy and basically how this whole painting himself as a feminist again never trust somebody who goes out there and just paints themselves as a feminist is like it's if they're trying so hard to convince you they are maybe that should be telling you something but <laughs> but yeah basically he's out there and he's painting himself as as this this huge feminist writer and icon and he's just a big giant hypocrite and in fact i wrote in our notes here uh joss whedon is a sack of crap <laughs> That's that's how I entitled this section of the Real Hero Talk podcast. Joss Whedon is a sack of crap because it was just it was a it's just, that's just a crappy thing to do and just the dishonesty and then like the excuses he tried to pull it almost it really sounded like if you if you read and this is only from her point of view. Joss Whedon has yeah. said that he's not gonna he's not going to respond out of respect for his ex wife and her privacy, which mm. I have I have inferred to mean it's it's either more accurate than it isn't and he doesn't want to he he'd rather keep the doubt in place or there's worse stuff out there she could be saying and he wants to keep his mouth shut <laughs> fair enough yeah i've been reading about this a little bit and i don't care like the guy is the guy i've i've never been a big big fan um firefly was cool uh you know i don't necessarily attribute the yeah. the work the work of uh you know the, their personal lives to the uh to their to their to the quality of their work essentially um i mean but yeah, there's he's a he's a, he's a jerk. you you like, can <laughs> say that and and i if i never watched movies from people who i don't respect i wouldn't watch movies so I, hmm. I understand that there, to a certain extent you have to separate the, the artist from the art because otherwise I wouldn't watch any movie because you look deeply enough, you're going to find something wrong with all of them. But sometimes, sometimes a turd floats to the top. <laughs> a Hollywood director cheats on his wife is hardly the story of the century, right? Because you can just assume almost. I don't know if I can say this one's worse than the other ones because I don't know the other people's stories. It's the idea that he... He created this notion for himself of of being of this this image that he had of of being you know feminist pro woman and mm -hmm. at the same time he's just sort of a womanizing sack of crap and I think it's it's the hypocrisy that bothers me more than the infidelity at this point. There you go. Okay. Because I wasn't I, I, I wasn't married to him, so I guess the infidelity didn't personally affect me, but hypocrisy bothers me quite a bit. 
Hmm. You know, if 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 you're going to build yourself up and create that that image for yourself, you better live up to it. And that and that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. So so will you not be seeing Justice League? Of course, I'm going to be seeing Justice League. I'm going to be watching it. I. It's 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 really a question of whether or not I'm going to be happy about it. But so you're going to be grumbling the whole time, throwing gummy bears at the screen. Stupid Joss Whedon, sack of crap. <laughs> yeah, you should get a T-shirt that disrespects Joss Whedon and then sit in the theater. That way oh, you can enjoy the I movie. I could wear a Serenity T-shirt. I think that disrespects Joss Whedon. <laughs> I hate Serenity. Oh my god! Uh, you know, <laughs> just fine, man. We get on some weird tangents on this this podcast. <laughs> It's all part of the journey. All part of the the Hero Bites experience. Okay, so moving on to something a little a little lighter and, and happier. Uh, so there is a Christopher Robin movie, and I don't know exactly how I feel about that, but the big news today <laughs> was they cast Piglet. <laughs> Piglet, Vernon. Oh, God, Disney. All right, so, yeah, Disney is, you know... I mean, I, I like the concept of grown-up Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin's being played by uh, Ewan McGregor, I think it was? Yes. Yeah, so Ewan McGregor and Haley Atwell, uh, known from Captain America and uh, mm-hmm. Agent Carter. She's going to be his wife. And they're bringing in a bunch of people to play. So so Nick Muhammad, uh, who I don't recognize what he's from. I could look him up right now. But it's the, it's the yeah. I guess, the principle of it. Like, you know, like you were talking about with Joss Whedon being a hypocrite. Like, I, I, I well, can... Okay, I this can, is not even almost the same thing. This is not <laughs> the same thing. I understand. But I'm just saying that I don't, I just don't see the need like okay i maybe maybe it's because i was never into winnie the pooh or christopher robin or any of that um and tigger too what you said winnie the pooh and anytime anyone says winnie the pooh i am triggered to say and tigger too <laughs> good god man um and tigger too yes i god i i don't and now i know they're coming out with a sequel to the to the 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 Angelina Jolie witch thing. Maleficent. Maleficent. There we go. Maleficent 2 is in production. She wasn't a witch. She was a fairy. Oh, good God. Dude. Who cares? <laughs> I care. <laughs> you got it wrong. This is Hero Talk. We don't get it wrong on Hero Talk. Instead, we look up the information for you right then and there. That's what we do. But yeah, I mean, it's... I don't I don't mind them doing that. I mean, when I heard Brad Garrett was going to play Eeyore, I was pretty excited because I mean, thinking Brad Garrett almost based his entire personality off Eeyore, so it just made sense. You know, Jim Cummings is going to be back to play Winnie the Pooh, who also voiced Tigger, but I don't think he's... He, mm. I shouldn't say voice Tigger. He's the current voice of Tigger. The, the guy who used to voice Tigger, uh, he invented the artificial heart, which is kind of weird. Whoa. Yeah, dropping Seriously? some knowledge on it. Yeah, but Jim Cummings, he's also one of the movie preview guys. Okay. Hmm. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Oh, and Brad Garrett. Yeah. Okay. I never knew his name before. Brad Garrett. Yeah. He was uh, from Everybody Loves Raymond. He. Yes. He voiced. Uh, he uh, he voiced uh, Lobo in the uh, Justice League series and the Superman show. Yeah. So anyway, so the uh, the artificial heart guy. Uh, I I need. I feel like I need to to put it the name. So Paul Winchell was the original voice of Tigger and also the the individual who. Uh, he w- was the first person to build and patent a uh, mechanical artificial heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but yeah, Brad Garrett. Uh, but yeah, most people know him from Everybody Loves Raymond. He's had other shows, but everyone just knows him from that one show. Gotcha. But I like him. I think he's a funny actor, and it's it's an interesting concept. We'll see how it works out. But 
Anyway, it's, there's only so much I could talk about a Christopher Robin movie. They have their piglet, yay. Yay, they have piglet, Nick Mohammed. I still don't know what he's from. I looked up his IMDb, I hadn't heard of any so, of it. So British actor. Yeah. I don't, so yeah. anyway, so there's there was some there were some rumors circling around uh in terms of the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, which I think even just that there was an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie got confirmed this month or very very recently. Uh but that I guess Stephen Daldry uh, what was he? Who did he do? Billy Elliot. Uh, he's in talks, early talks, to direct the Obi Wan movie. Do we even know who's starring in it? Are they going to get Ewan McGregor back? Because it feels There's like there's no already... confirmation. It feels like they should, right? I mean, he's still young enough to play Obi Wan. Well, and that's the thing too is that what part of Obi Wan's life are they going to focus on? Because if they're going to do like a like a really well, yeah, actually, no, never mind. I guess he could play um, Obi-Wan if they didn't go to, like, his child yeah, years. Yeah, as long as we're, I'm not, I don't want to see the adventures of teenage Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> you know? I kind of I, I, I kind of want a decent movie about, I, I think there's probably a story to tell, like, what happened, like, after he, after he went to Tantooine and he decided to kind of watch over and, and keep an eye on things there and make sure nobody mm-hmm. came for Luke. I think there's a decent story to tell of, like, what if something went down? What Like, what if he did have to step in and, and keep things from happening to Luke, you know? Yeah. Listen, there are stories to tell in the universe. I think Rogue One showed us that, they, you know, they can tell stuff. I, I, I still think there's probably room for a, uh, for a Boba Fett movie that takes place right after Return of the Jedi, where he can, they can finally get him out of that Sarlacc pit and give him his due, but... He's been digesting for 30 years. Yeah. I'm saying let him out of the Sarlacc pit. Nobody likes that that was how he ended. So let him get out of there and then let him go do some awesome stuff. Maybe come in contact with Ray. Maybe come in contact with Ray. Maybe have some contact with the First Order. Do some fun things. Retire on some distant planet somewhere. I don't know. Listen, yeah. I'm not going to do the job for them, but <laughs> I, I still think I know the big story here is Stephen Daldry, but I don't care about that. I really I would like to see Ewan McGregor come back because I don't want to see a third person play Ben Kenobi. Sorry, I say Ben. I don't know. That's just what I do. I hope he goes by Ben. I because <laughs> I'm old and I I've seen these movies so many times before all the new ones came out. I've always yeah. referred to him as Ben Kenobi. It's it's really weird for me to say Obi Wan. Hmm. I don't know why it is. It's just Ben Kenobi always resonated to me as that was the character's name. So that's fair. And you know what? It would be good if they got Ewan McGregor back. I, I think he mm-hmm. I think he did uh, a really good job. Oh, he did. Um, I mean, listen, there was a lot wrong with those that trilogy from episodes one, two, and three. But Ewan McGregor was not wrong at all. I think he was fine. He played Obi-Wan very well in all three movies, quite frankly. Yeah. So speaking of Tatooine and just Star Wars in general... Who wants a Jabba the Hutt movie? Is there going to be a Jabba the Hutt movie? Because I feel like you're just messing with me now. They're in talks. Um, what? No. Come on. Come there on. There are talks. Where is the original link that I sent you? I don't know. I think I erased it because I was angry. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Jabba the Hutt movie? What? Delete. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's a, they're in talks and I'm just really frustrated. Uh, no, come on. Listen, listen, Rogue, Rogue One, I think, did a good thing. I, I ought to see that movie someday. I really should. I own it. And it's on Netflix. I have no and excuse. And it's on Netflix. Uh, but I don't know. I'm sorry. Although, you know what? Hey, you know what? We, we didn't talk about this. Disney and Netflix, their, their whole little buddy-buddy thing is going away very, very soon. Yeah. Isn't Disney coming out with their own service? Yeah. I mean, so we're talking, they just signed this deal back in... 
they signed this deal back in January. So this has not mm-hmm. been an old deal. And, and I think the contract goes to 2019, but Disney has com- basically already come out and said, in 2019, we're going to be starting our own streaming service. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of questions. I think the big thing right now that everyone was worried about was how does this, how does this affect Daredevil and the Defenders? And I, I guess that's a totally different contract. So those shows aren't right now going anywhere, but... Uh, I, I think it's going to affect your, you know, movie gets released, then here's the streaming service, and I think you're not going to see the movies show up on Netflix as early as they are right now. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I completely forgot that Disney owns Marvel. Um, yeah. It, just Disney owns everything now. Um, they do but, not uh, own DC Comics. Warner Brothers is the, the watchful stewards over that intellectual property. <laughs> How long do you think it's going to be before they're going to be under Disney? You know, I... I don't want the whole thing to be homogenized because they don't have to compete with each other. Although when I look at the DC movies and I look at the Marvel movies, I think they're not competing now. But there's no competition. There's no competition. But I don't know. At least, at least if Disney were to buy Warner Brothers or buy DC Comics from Warner Brothers, at least I'd finally get my Justice League Avengers movie. Yeah, there you go. That's silver lining, right? Yeah. Yeah, we want one can hope. One can hope. Anyway, uh, so DC Comics, as long as we're talking about the DC Comics, Shazam is officially in pre-production. And I guess we're calling it Shazam because they can't call that character Captain Marvel because I think... Uh, they can, I don't know if they can call that character. There already is a Captain Marvel coming out on the uh, on the DC or on the Marvel side. I think Alison yeah. Brie is going to play Captain Marvel, mm. the Carol Danvil- Danvers iteration of Captain Marvel, which I agree with because Carol Danvers is far more popular than any of the other iterations of Captain Marvel have ever been. So, I mean, do you can you name off the top of your head the other <laughs> iterations of think, Captain Marvel? I, I think one was called Marvel. Not as uh, just doesn't drip off the tongue. It certainly does not. No. But but yeah, so one 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 was called Marvel, and and I don't I don't know who the rest were, but I know who Carol Danvers is. Uh, in fact, she's she gained most of her popularity when she was sitting in a coma in the comic books, and Rogue was running around with all her powers. Did not read that arc. Well, it wasn't even an arc. It was like a, a very lengthy period of time in the comics for a, like probably ten years, maybe more, where where Rogue held Carol Danvers so long that she stole all of her powers. And that's why, you know, when you see like the 90s cartoon show, Rogue was flying and super strong. Yeah. That's because she had permanently taken on, uh, at the time, I think Ms. Marvel, it was Ms. Marvel's powers. Ah, okay. And then uh, some one of when one of the major story arcs or whatever, I think Rogue lost her powers. And as such, they went back to Carol. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but but yeah, so that's that's where Rogue got all of her powers from when she was um when she was around in the in the late eighties and nineties. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Learn something new. There you go. We are just full of knowledge today. So yeah, but the the thing is, is that Captain the reason I don't want them to change Captain Marvel to Shazam, and I get people get them confused all the time. How many times have you seen that that person somebody say, "Hey, look at Shazam!" But you know, Shazam is the wizard that gives Captain Marvel his powers, and and the Captain Marvel character has been around. I mean, he's super old because he was. There was a period of time where Captain Marvel was more po- popular than Superman, if you could believe that. Yeah. And 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 then it's kind of ironic that they're now owned by the same company, and so they're they're all hanging out with each other now. Uh, but DC usually does a pretty decent job, at least in the animated realm and in the comic book realm of, of when they pair up with each other and making it uh, a, a decent event. And at least they're so similar, but they know how to play them differently. And there's there's a lot of times where you've seen, and especially some of the uh, some of the more epic story arcs. Uh, 
Kingdom Come is what the one that comes to mind is that mm. Captain Marvel is kind of like Captain Marvel is who Batman brings along if he knows he's going to have to run into Superman. <laughs> you know, like, oh, Superman's here. Hey, Billy, why don't you go ahead and say the magic word? So I wonder who they're going to get for the actual, like, Shazam and yeah. then Billy Batson. Yeah, I mean, because you, you have to use a young kid, right? You don't want to try to age him to a teenager or a young adult. It's got to be like an eight-year-old because... Uh, that's that's the most popular version of that character. Yeah, they can do that. Um, they would. They it seems like they would go that route and just like do like a young uh, a teenager or a young adult, and then you know have it be like bulkier or something like that. Yeah, I'd rather see a kid than a full grown adult. And I don't. You know what? I think they probably got a list of people who tried to audition for Man of Steel. I think he just give one of those people a call. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they had a short list. Yeah. Just just give a phone call to some of those folks and say, hey, how would you like to play Shazam? Uh, well, here's the thing. I think that they miscast The Rock as Black, as Adam. Black Adam. I think he should have been Captain Marvel or Shazam. And yeah. then, you know, have another kid, have a kid that looks like him, you know. Looks like a young The Rock. Exactly. And then have him be Billy Batson. Um, and then have someone else be the... Because it just... It, it, with as much charisma as The Rock has, I can't see him playing such an such an evil, serious character. I can yeah. see him playing a childlike adult superhero. You know, you're right. I I totally can see that if he's if he's trying to play an eight year old in possession of the of the powers of of you know Captain Marvel, which and a lot of people get upset that he's mentally an eight year old, but you have to remember he also brings along the wisdom of Solomon. So he's not right. he's not stupid. He's just he's an eight year old and he. You know, he thinks like an eight-year-old, but he's just really, really wise. Wisdom of Solomon, mm-hmm. and I, I think The Rock could play that a lot more than I'd, I'd like to see the. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think I'd rather see The Rock just have played Captain Marvel, and oh, we'll and see. that way, you know, you you also have a different visual look for Captain Marvel than you have for Superman, right? Because if these two ever stand next to each other on screen somebody's going to point out like they do every other time they're next to each other. And a mainstream audience is not going to be as forgiving of this as the comic book fans are. You know, somebody's going to point out and say, Hey, aren't those exactly the same character? Yeah, exactly. And again, and- the, the, us comic book fans who've been reading comics forever and, and know the history, we're a lot more forgiving of that. But you're, you know, your your mainstream moviegoer who doesn't want to have to go back and read Captain Marvel comics, and I don't blame them. Uh, they're they're gonna just say, so what? This guy's like a rip off of Superman. They're ripping off Superman in a Superman movie. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> He's a clone or something? Is yeah. that it? It's I I think I think that's a really smart way to get around it. Is you use the Rock, who can certainly play the role, and w- would provide you with a dramatically different look for the character. Yes. There we go. All right. So anyway, let's move on. We actually we do you know that we have listener questions this week. Did you know that? No way. Emails or, or what? No, these these were from Twitter. I uh, I gave up on emails, uh, that email address being HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com, because nobody was emailing us there any of their questions or comments <laughs> to, to HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com. So I went, went to Twitter this afternoon, and I put out that we'd be recording tonight, and I asked for questions. And so here's what I got. You ready, you ready for questions? Are, are I am ready? super ready. All right. So first question comes from... Wonderwes, who is a streamer on Twitch and Mixer, mostly Twitch because she's an affiliate on Twitch, and she writes to the Real Hero Talk podcast, Hero Bites, episode four. What is your favorite Ron Swanson quote? You know, you know who Ron Swanson is, right? I am familiar from Parks and Rec. I 
I've I have posted his memes in our chat more than once. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So do you, love, do you, love this character. Uh, so do you have a favorite Ron Swanson quote? I do. Okay. Um, all right. It's a little. It's a little long. So it's the. Just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. That's my quote. Wait. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that is my quote. Wait. Wait. I worry what you just heard was give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was yes. Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you? Want, that's that was my. I swear. That was my quote. That was my favorite once once quote. Okay. And that well, scene, second- that scene is made all the better by for the kid who he just walks away silently. Oh man, <laughs> that's that's great. Oh, I'm so glad. It's so serious. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You have another one. Where like I guess the he is out with uh with Leslie and he's like I'll have the number eight and the waiter says that that's a party platter it serves twelve people and he says I know what I'm about son. <laughs> I uh, I actually say I know what I'm about, son, a lot because of that line. Um, so I'm going to put out a second one, too, just because I could do okay. Ron Swanson quotes for I, – I could do an entire episode of Ron Swanson quotes. So this was one from the episode Bowling for Votes where he says his favorite restaurant is in the, the Pawnee Bowling Alley. And Anne, I believe, asks him, like, like, aren't you scared to eat there? And he says, when I eat, it is the food that is scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love ron swanson i love ron swanson so you know the the ron swanson pop vinyls <laughs> just came out recently so i have i have two i bought one for home and one for work because really oh yeah ron swanson might be my favorite character from from all of from all of tv i'd be very hard pressed to think of a character from television i like more than ron swanson jim from the office no i hate jim he's a bully he, he's not a bully he's a bully he pranks Dwight all the time. He's a bully. Well, Dwight is so annoying. Well, okay. I, I know lots of annoying people. Can I just take their stuff and encase it in jello? Can I make them think that they're going to be in the CIA and bring them up to the roof and leave them stranded there? You know, can I rig their phone so that he can knock himself in the head? I mean, <laughs> Jim was a bully. I don't I don't know other way around it. He was bullying. What he did was was hazing, and it was not cool. Oh, my God. I never thought of that. Oh, he was such a bully. Right? Well, just because Dwight's kind of annoying and, you know, likes Jim to respect the boundary of his desk. It's not like Dwight was ever outrageously, he didn't ever single out Jim or anything. He was just an eccentric, weird, and abrasive dude. But Jim was a bully. Jim knew he outclassed Dwight, but he still pranked him anyway. Jim was a bully. Damn it. I I really like Jim. Well, I'm sorry for you. You should be liking Michael Scott because he's a funny character. Yes, I love Michael Scott. I love Michael Scott. However, I also liked Andy was, Bernard. He was also. A I character. hate Andy. Really, Rudy News. <laughs> I really hate Andy. He's always trying too hard, and I just I hate it. <laughs> I, I I like Ed Helms, and I think that's probably why I liked I liked Andy because I also I like Daryl. Not so much that I think Daryl was a good character, but because Craig yeah. Robinson can make me laugh just by looking at the camera. Daryl will be sitting there. <laughs> Daryl won't be doing anything, and I'm gonna, I'm dying laughing just because he's looking at the camera. You can think what he's thinking. You know what he's thinking. And again, Craig Robinson's not doing anything, and I am dying laughing. It is. It's almost embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it's it's a uh, he's he is a great character too. Yeah. Anyway, so we let's let's go on to our next question. Thank you for that. Uh, okay. Thank you for that, Wonder Wes. Thanks, Wes. And 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 Mr. Wes also liked that question, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give him partial credit. 
<laughs> so, so thank you very much, Wes. Uh, so next comes from Mike from the Video Game Generations podcast. Mike, very recently was with me on a Hero Talk where we talked about the Super Mario Brothers film. So that uh, came out, uh, would have been last week. It'll, it will be last week for when you hear this podcast. It was yesterday for record day. Ah, okay. So anyway, so that came out yesterday, but it'll be last week for people listening. But yeah, so he's from the Video Game Generations podcast, and he asks... What's your opinion of Dude, Where's My Car? I love that movie. So many quotable moments. Um, Have you seen Dude, Where's My Car? I haven't. You have not seen Dude, Where's My Car? I've never seen it. It is... I So it stars Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott, mm. who are basically sort of playing Michael from that 70s show and Stifler. Like, they're they're in that same character they were known for before Ashton Kutcher kind of broke out from it and Sean William Scott yeah, faded yeah. into obscurity. Um, huh. I, it, it's a funny movie. I'll give it that. I, I, it's a weird twist at the end when you find out what's going on with the car. And there's, I will say that there was that joke. It was in all the previews, you know, where they had like the tattoos on their back and the one said dude. dude and one said sweet. sweet. And so he says, what does mine say? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet. And they're like, what does mine say? And that, uh, that was not funny. And I remember thinking to myself, I really hope they're, like, cutting something that explains that scene, and it's not just them getting mad because they keep saying dude and sweet and they don't get it. <laughs> and then I watched the movie, I'm like, nope, that was that scene. So that was not funny. But there was a, there was also a really funny uh, drive through scene where they kept o- trying to order food from, I think it was a Chinese restaurant, and the, the, the lady who was on the... the the screen just kept asking, and then, every time they'd order something, so they'd order yeah. more, and then, and so finally they get to this point where Ashton Kutcher's yelling back, no and then. <laughs> that was funny. I mean, it, it, it's a funny movie. It, it's, I don't know if there's many quotable moments I can't think of other than dude and sweet and and then. I mean, it's not, it, it's not that quotable in my, in my mind. I mean, Mike loves it, so Mike's allowed I'm to sorry, like it. I'm sorry, Mike, I haven't, uh, I would have more, but I have yet to see it. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. I guess I guess you just got me on that one, and I think it was an okay movie. But I mean, <laughs> I, I I saw it when it came out, and then I have never seen it since. So wasn't wasn't really my thing. I wonder if you could find it streaming somewhere, right? Let me look that up. Probably. I have I have an app on my phone where you can look that sort of thing up. All right. So, dude, where's my car? Is not in any of the free streaming services, but you can rent it on Amazon and Vudu and Fandango now and Google Play. Mm. So, so that's something. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. So there we go. Not, not to be a downer, but that kind of seems like the sort of movie you'd actually find at a library. Like I imagine I go to our public library here and be like, like 40 copies of dude, where's my car? That is sad. Maybe I won't do it now. You have to now. You owe it to Mike. He was on Hero Talk. He's in. He's in the family now. You got to do it. All right. All right. Sorry, Mike. I'll get on renting it. All right. Uh, so last question comes from Nick from the Gamers Without Borders podcast, where you can find me co-starring some of the time. Asked, who's your favorite podcaster? So Vernon, who's your hmm. favorite podcaster? Well, obviously you. Well, obviously me as well. But let's just say <laughs> present company excluded. Just just for the sake okay. of because. Alrighty, um, then I'll go with CinemaSins. CinemaSins has a podcast. I love their yeah, yeah, the the Sincast. Huh, I I didn't even know that. I've I I actually really work and go out of my way to avoid CinemaSins because I don't I don't want to watch them and then have it influence how I see movies. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear if, you. if I watch if I watch a CinemaSins on you know a movie that I'm going to do a hero talk on, now I have their commentary in my head, and I feel like I'm just going to regurgitate their points, or I'm going to have to go out of my way to not regurgitate their points. And so when I don't watch it, then if they and I agree on something, it's by total happenstance rather than I have to wonder of like, well, th- was I going to come there on my own, or did I only get there because they you know because they brought me there. Yeah, makes sense. That's a that's a good strategy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same because there's man, there are I love honest trailers and I love cinema sins, but I can't if if it's a movie that I would do a hero talk on that I have not done a hero talk on, I I avoid them. So, I don't follow them on Twitter, I don't follow them on on YouTube. I don't I none of that stuff. I can't watch them. That's fair. Oh, and how um, it should have and- ended. That's another one I can't watch. <laughs> Yeah, all of those I'm like a huge fan of, and so yeah, it's just they're uh, all great. It's good to... Yeah, they're mm-hmm. all great, but I just, I mean, you, you, you get where I'm coming from. I I do. I'm doing the same shtick they're doing, so I have to try to separate myself from it. I'm sure they don't listen to each other for that exact reason. You know, the CinemaSin guy can't just rehash the same points for how it should have ended in I bet trailers. They listen to us though. Well, obviously they listen to us. Everyone listens to us. Uh, so my favorite podcaster, um, well, 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 Nick from the Gamers Without Borders podcast. Hey. There's so many that I love and I go out of my way to listen to as soon as they're on. Um, in which case, I really can't say the Gamers Without Borders podcast because since I'm on it, I don't listen to podcasts I'm on. I just can't. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I can listen to Hero Talk because... I get around that in my brain by saying by listening to Hero Talk, I'm going to improve future Hero Talks. And and I suppose I'm on enough Gamers Without Borders that I could probably justify it there, too. But since I don't do the editing on that show, mm-hmm. it's it's just... It just... I can't do it. I, I If I'm on a podcast, I generally don't listen to it. But um, when, when I was not uh, a regular co-host on that show, uh, that was one of my favorite shows I watched all the time. Not, but honestly, I think my favorite podcast is probably the Girl Tribe Gaming podcast. You listen to them, don't you? Um, I haven't listened in a while. I, I keep... The, they keep automatically downloading to my phone. I got a I yeah. clean house in terms of that. I got to catch up. The Unwritable Rant podcast, I've just gotten into that one. It's hosted by author Juliet Miranda. Interesting. And yeah, it's 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 interesting. She just kind of like tells some stories about her life, and she's it's it's a good it, it's a, usually a shorter podcast. Uh, I think the episodes are only maybe a half hour long, and they come out every week on Sunday, maybe. Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. The Monster Closet podcast, another good one. Uh, see the Video Game Generations podcast. I was also a fan of. They're in a, I would say, a hiatus. I think they're in the middle of a of a format transitional period, so they're not coming out as often as they used to. One Track Gamers uh, okay. is another good one that I listen to a lot, but they uh, they only do every other week now, so that's a, uh, another good one. Uh, I've just started listening to No Time for Time Travel. Is that a uh, video game podcast? Um, it, kind of video game and movies. It's 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 similar in scope. It's it's more video games than we do here, mm-hmm. right? Because Hero Talk is sort of like we, we we'll bring it up incidentally, but we don't really talk video games. So it's it's. It's it's similar to you know the scope of Hero Talk, but they they do a lot of video games. I'm actually I'm looking through. I want to make sure I'm actually right on that. No, I guess yeah they do a, they do a ton of stuff. So they do video games and, and and the like. So okay okay actually another one I wanted to throw out there was a uh, comedian Bill Burr. He has a podcast. Yes, he um, does. Yeah, yeah the Mon- the Monday morning podcast, which technically mm-hmm. isn't just Monday morning because he also does Thursday morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like it's it's weird, but. Uh, I I like him as a comedian, and I I wish more comedians would do podcasts. Yeah, well, a lot of them are. I mean, Joe Rogan. I mean, the, when when you look at it, like a lot of celebrities when they're trying to sort of have something to do and still stay relevant, they do podcasts. Uh, 
Mike Rowe does a podcast. Um, I should say comedians that I like. Oh, well, Mike Rowe isn't really a comedian, <laughs> but uh, Joe Rogan's a comedian. You know, he has a podcast. Um, Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin has a podcast now. Did you know that? What? Yeah, Stone Cold <laughs> no. Steve Austin has a podcast. I've, I've listened to one or two episodes, but uh, anyway. Uh, I wonder who else is on my list of podcasts I listen to. Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just started. So there's there's a new podcast. They've only had a handful of episodes. They're on episode four now. Uh, called the Oh I Had That the podcast, and oh. it's it's a lot of it's 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 a huge '80s nostalgia podcast where they talk a lot about Nickelodeon and you know movies from the '80s and '90s. And they had an episode on just uh on the the movie and TV tie-ins that were in Happy Meals and and the Burger King equivalent of Happy Meals for a while. I, you know what? It's it's a big nostalgic podcast, and and they're, they're fun to listen to. So. So, oh, and I've I've also just started listening to uh, the show All Access Ears, which is a a show about Disney and <laughs> just like just anything Disney, mostly related to the Disney parks, actually. Okay, like so things they change about Disney parks, uh, what rides have the best lines, um, you know, D twenty three, obviously a big thing. Uh, so yeah, mostly about the Disney parks. Not the movies come up, but it's it's a lot it's a lot about the parks. So that's a it's a good podcast. I like the lore podcast, which is fun, but that one's it's it's not as good as it used to be. And almost better than Silence. I got to mention almost better than Silence because I was on it. Oh, the video game Crosstalk podcast with Anthony Rossi. Got to got to mention that. Uh, so that was wow. That's a lot of podcasts. It's I listen to a lot of podcasts, and a lot of podcasts are my favorite podcasts. I just I'm just realizing that now. So yeah, you're all you're all my favorite podcasters, all of you, every last one. So if any if any one of you would like to be on Hero Talk, huh? Vernon, where where would somebody be able to get a hold of me if they wanted to be on? Well, email? I seem to remember that we have an email address. I well. thought there was an email address. It's what was it? Oh, it is hero talk at enthusiacs.com. Did you know that Vernon hero talk at enthusiacs.com? Ah, yes. Okay, there it is. Hero talk at enthusiacs.com. So hero talk at enthusiacs.com. Yes. So if you if you have a question for us, you can email hero talk at enthusiacs.com and we will answer your question right here on the Hero Bites podcast. The Hero Bites episode of the real That's confusing. I understand. I get it. <laughs> on the Hero Bites episode of the real Hero Talk podcast. We'll answer it. You just you just heard us do it. You know we'll do it because exactly. we just we just did. We're men of our word. Hero Talks always pay their debts. That's kind of kind of weird but yeah sure it's a game of thrones man i don't watch game of thrones i'm like the only person who doesn't out of all of the enthusiasts i think i'm the only person who doesn't it is annoying as crap right now because that's all you guys (laughs) talk about is game of thrones (laughs) (laughs) and i have no idea what anyone's talking about maybe it's a thing that you should get on like right now i'm not gonna pay for another streaming service and you know what i don't have time to watch those shows you know i still haven't watched luke cage I want to watch Luke Cage so bad, but every time I go to sit down and do it, I think to myself, well, shoot, I have an hour. I should be doing something more productive with my time. And if I'm doing something productive, I can't be paying attention to Luke Cage, so I put on Parks and Rec. That's what I do. <laughs> Parks and Rec takes uh, prevalence over uh, when When I'm, over when Luke I'm Cage. doing work around the house, I bring my phone with me, and I hook up to, to Netflix, and I just watch Parks and Rec while I'm working around the house. That's what I do. And you know what? It's beneficial and it's helpful, but if it was Luke Cage, I wouldn't actually be doing work. I'd be watching Luke Cage. So that's what I do. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm on Twitter, and I just read that Warner Brothers, being that we've talked about them a lot, is planning a female-led Lord of the Flies adaptation. Okay. 
<laughs> An all female. I haven't order? read that book since well, high school. But... I mean, the first one was all male, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. The book so was all boys. So the book was all male, and they already they made probably a couple of movies about it being all male. So now there's going to be an all. Uh, you know what? I would. I rather they. This is my opinion because this happens a lot of time, and the people like flip out. And I sometimes I think to myself. Sometimes I'd rather you just you you do something different with it like that rather than just rehash the same story I've already seen. So anyway, I guess what I was trying to say in in all of my incoherent rambling is that if you have any questions, uh, email hero talk at enthusiacs.com. All right, Vernon, <laughs> let's 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 put this one to bed. Let's put it to bed. Alrighty. All Good night, right. sweetheart. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, Vernon. Where can people find you? Um. At BLKDRGN15 on Twitter. Here we go. You can pretty much find me. You can pretty much find that same handle on Instagram. And I'm recent. I recently joined Snapchat. Um, I I don't know how it works, so (laughs) I'm just kind of doing it. So find me if you want. No concept of Snapchat, but that's fine. All right. But if if you want to listen to more of our of our podcasts or whatnot, you can go to enthusiacs.com. You can also check out interviews, uh, reviews, articles, and videos. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You search for Enthusiacs. And until next time, this is Judge Greg saying, give me all the bacon and eggs you have. And today it is our monthly hero bites episode. Whatever, what are we on? Four now? It's four. I've already lost count. Four. Four. Episode four. Is it four? Please be four. Otherwise, we're gonna look so I stupid. Think, <laughs> I think it's four. We really should have looked at this before we started. <laughs> Let's see. I'm on the site. <laughs> no, we've done three. This is it's four. four. This it's is four. four. <laughs> we're professional. <laughs> All right. All right. That'll do it. We're done for the night. (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. (laughs)